guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy life. So, here's your host, me, Khalifa. Hey guys, and welcome to the Happy Single Moms podcast. I'm your host, Khalifa. Today we have a wonderful lady from the UK. Finally, guys, I've got someone from the UK. <laughs> she has her own platform called Unstoppable Single Moms. Her name is Eve Mapamba. Guys, I've had to say her name like three times, so she's been so gracious. Mapanda. <laughs> Mapanda. <laughs> I got her name wrong so many times. Her name is Eve Mapanda. So Eve, thank you so much for coming on the Happy Single Moms podcast. Please tell us your story, your single mommy story and a little bit about yourself. Oh, thank you so much, Khalifa, for having me. I'm super, you know, I'm happy to be here. Well, um, so uh, my story, I'm going to keep it short because it's quite long. Um, so basically, I was, I've been, I think, half my life I've been a... Um, single mom so I got pregnant at the age of 16 years old um, and also I got pregnant again at the age of 29 uh, having been you know a, a teen mom obviously the relationship that I, I was in at the time um, both being young uh, the father wasn't that involved so I was left to raise the child by myself um, my daughter is now, uh, she's 20, wow. <laughs> she's 20 years old, um, but, but I really struggled, you know, during my teens as well, in terms of seeking validation, seeking love, um, I really experienced a lot of um, mental health issues, um, from, from a very young age, I had, you know, anxiety, depression, um, and with my first child I always say you know she saved my life because prior to me finding out I was pregnant I had actually attempted suicide wow. and you know I always say you know getting pregnant at 16 saved my life um, but obviously it, you know being pregnant at that age and being a single mom I also there was there was the kind of there was the the shame from society you know the 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 judgment and everything that came along with that and you know I'm just thankful that uh for my family because they supported me they were there for me and you know it's almost as though they carried that shame with me mm. and and it's something that you know I never I never regretted that decision um because every day that I look at her I always I always thank God for like you know she's just super amazing and obviously just going through that being a teen mom I was also now beginning to understand you know when people say um that I I need to wait to be ready to be a mom you will never be ready um I'm now you know I'm now uh, over 30 35 my age <laughs> I'm still young <laughs> But even today, I'm learning new ways to be a mom. Um, so anyway, fast forward, you know, went through life, single motherhood, um, met someone else, you know, thought he would be the love of my life. And he went, you know, pro proposed everything. And I was at a place where I was happy and, 
uh, I was thinking, okay, finally, you know, finally I'm in a situation where um, I could have a whole family. And then again, it turned out um, the person that I thought I knew, I didn't know at all. Mm. And I was left to raise the child by myself through the pregnancy and through um, just um, so through the entire process. Um, so the second, the second one now, she is, so my first one is 20 and the second one, she's eight years old. She's gonna be nine next month. So up until today, um, there was never any con contribution. Um, the father didn't get involved yet. Um, there was something in me that was, couldn't understand why and I, I think until today I never understand men that have children out there and they never take the time to to kind of find out you know I've got a child I've got a part of me out there and you know when this when the second time happened I just kind of just you know I had to I had I had a moment with God I remember breaking down and I was working so hard and trying to provide, trying to get everything ready, trying to get the baby ready. And I was in, at the time I was working in TGIs, I mean, TGIs, uh, and I remember really breaking down and the guys from like, I was working with, I even took the knife, I banged it, but <laughs> I was banging the, the chopping board and I was like, like, why me? <laughs> I was like, yeah. and at that time I was like eight and a half months pregnant, you know, but I thank God that I was always hardworking because my children have never lacked anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I really thought to myself that, you know, I had a moment with God. I was like, why me? Why, why is it because, is it because, you know, I, I just want someone or why am I put in the situations? And, you know, having, I think now this second time it was, the, the, the shade from society was even twice as much because it's like oh now look at her like two children two mm. baby fathers that's all I used to hear people thought that I didn't know what they were saying but I could I, I knew what they were saying I had what they were saying you know two two baby fathers you know who's ever going to want her um she will never you know I had all these things you never amount to anything people gossiping behind mm. my back it was just the looks that was every time someone would ask, um, they I would be walking with my daughter or I go to a family event. There's, oh, is that uh, is that your sister? And I'm like, no, she's my daughter. And then you could get the looks. And and I think especially with the African culture, there's that they don't hide their face. <laughs> <laughs> like be discreet at least. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, from there, it's like, I just had to kind of, I knew that um, I just had to take it one step at a time. And I was just like, God, I still believe me. I said, to, I said to God, I still believe in love. And I still believe that one day there's going to be someone out there and you have someone for me and my children that will come and love me. Like I have never been loved. And I claimed it. And I said to him, I put a date on it. I said, God, by this time and I'd made sure like by by 2017 um 
I had said it. I remember I even bought myself a ring. <laughs> yeah. I, I bought myself a ring. I was, I was like, I bought myself a ring and, you know, I prayed over it. I believed it. It was so, it was so, so crazy. Like even when I decided, I, I decided like, you know, I wasn't just going to let single motherhood just be the end of me. That wasn't my identity. I was still, and that's one of the things that I really, really encourage single mothers like you you know your 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 single motherhood is not your identity that's not who you are so I had to really look at how how can I change my life how can I'm tired of living in depression I'm tired of kind of just being not having a life so I went back to school um I went back to school I did my first degree as uh, in sociology and psychology then I decided I wanted to kind of just go and do my master's so I went and did master's in social work um then I went I got into mental health um after that I was like I still feel like I am not where I want to be I'm still like there's something in me that's just I haven't found what it is that I really want to do Mm -hmm. so then I explored um coaching I got into coaching um so I went and did my um life coaching um certification then i went and did my corporate and executive coaching um then from there it was just um yeah it's like i i started now finding that you know coaching is where i really wanted to be mm-hmm. it's what i really wanted to do and it's like it's just the power of being able to share my story and 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 the one thing that I always say to, to, to people and to women, whenever you're in a, in a situation where you're complaining about your situation and things are not going as you had hoped, I always say that, that what you're going through is not in vain. And there's a reason why you're going through. I believe my reasons for going through all that is now, I am now in a position where I'm helping other women, single mothers, where I'm getting them through that you know they see me and they're like Eve you actually Eve you actually got oh I, I I've not told you guys that I got married did I tell you no so, <laughs> no 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 let's go let's let's re- rewind back so you were you said 20 you wrote down 2017 you want to get married you bought the ring you prayed over the ring so tell us how you met this man <laughs> lords <laughs> Um, well, it was in, no, actually I got into another relationship in 2015 and I was betrayed, but no, no, no child there. I didn't get pregnant. (laughs) Um, but at that point I was thinking, okay. Um, and I think that one really, it, it, I think that relationship did break my confidence in terms of, um, um, the person cheated and when they cheated, there was this sort of like, um, there was something that I was told that, you know, uh, he would never be with like uh, someone who has children. Um, so that really, I think it affected my confidence mm. in terms of it started to play on my mind that maybe that is the reason why I will never have someone to take me seriously. Um, then from there, I just said, I said, um, I prayed about it and, and, you know, God had to kind of, take me through a process where I decided to kind of just have some me time and really, really get to know who am I? And I started getting to know myself. 
I started to, you know, I started to find out what I like because I was always a mother. I didn't even know what I liked. Um, I started to go out more because I think there's something about, you know, we are mothers and then we end up thinking that we can't go out. We can't have a good time. So I really started to rediscover myself and who I am. And through that, you know, I, I had the ring, I had, I'd been saying it when I went to my master's, I remember this, this friends of mine, and um, I, I was telling them the first day, like, they were asking, you know how you introduce each other, like, oh, what do you do, blah, 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 and do you have any husband, the first day, I'm like, yes, I am getting married to, to my, to my fiance in 2017, and at that time, I think it was in, I think it was in, right at the end of 2015, so, and then they were like, oh, really? So I think it's only a week in, they, they asked me again, oh, how's your fiance? And I was like, oh, what, what do you mean? What, what fiance? And then they were, they were like, oh, you said you're, you're getting married in 2017. And I said, yes, he, I haven't you found him yet. <laughs> you were speaking it into existence. Yeah. <laughs> they looked at me, they were like, you'll be crazy. <laughs> um, and then so yeah so anyway come come now uh, 2016 end of 2016 I decided I needed to kind of do the house up and everything so I took off the wallpaper um when I took off the wallpaper I couldn't finish it so I asked my friend oh can you get me someone to come and um fix it for me finish it for me so that was now in February um she brought someone who came uh, this guy, he was so serious, like serious face, everything. I was just thinking, oh, why is he so serious? I don't like serious people in my life. <laughs> yeah. So he came, he did the house. Anyway, so he continued now every single day. Like we used to talk about like what jobs need to be done and whatnot. So I noticed that, you know, he was getting a bit now wanting to know about the kids, what I do, you know, this builder. Now I'm thinking this builder is getting a bit too personal now, wanting to know. But we spent we spent quite a we used to talk like every day. I used to drive to uni when I was um going for my um when I was going for my training. Um so we used to spend like um back and forth talking and I I, I missed that. I missed talking to someone like on a level who who didn't judge me, who just listened to me. Yeah. I went on and that was in February and then he, he asked me out <laughs> yeah he asked me out in he asked me out in um April mm-hmm. and and I was like okay you haven't finished the job yet <laughs> this yeah. job is taking a bit too long um but he asked me out and you know I made it clear to him I said I really I think we need to kind of think about this I you, he told me what he wanted so I told him you know what I've been through and I said I'm not here for games yeah. if you before you know I think women we have this thing about where we don't want to tell the guy what we want so I said to him like if you want to be in a relationship with me this this is what I want I want you know within three months of us dating there has to be a commitment like and i'm talking marriage i am not talking i don't we'll get to know each other yes we'll get to know each other in in after the marriage we've seen people who spend how many years together and 
it never goes anywhere or you spend years together then you get married then what happens they break up yeah so I had nothing to lose I had already the way I saw it was the relationships that I had been in you know they, they had already broken me so I had nothing to lose yeah. and I wasn't ready to compromise to be hurt again and to be left um so I just put it out there and I was like you know this is this is what I want and obviously I'm saying it because it's not because I want I don't want I don't want um the reason I told him that because I said to him you know I want first of all a whole family but I want someone to come I'm, I'm I'd already worked on myself so I said to him you know I want someone to come and complement what I'm doing already I don't want someone to complete me I, I've already completed myself because I had to work on myself so yeah so he was like okay let's see how this goes and I said okay that's it so we started dating you know and then a month within a month in I remember he dropped me somewhere I was going out and he said to me um he he was staring at me and I was like okay what's wrong with you and he was like you know uh, I wish I had known you longer so I could justify marrying you oh and till today I always remember that he said that I was just like I was blushing I didn't even know what to say you're blushing now honey You know, I that's when I was like, you know, he he just came in and he just loved me like I've never been loved. Yeah. As in, so, so love. how long have you been married now? Then, so we got married. He, we actually, so it was in 2017. So he proposed. He did propose like three months later. Actually, wow. So oh, but that is amazing. <laughs> So, so proposed basically, guys, anyone listening out there, you need to start speaking it into existence. So right now, what are we in now? 2021. So Khalifa is speaking it into existence. By the Amen. end of 2022, I want to have a ring. Amen. Yeah, so Mr. Invisible, you need to make yourself appear like Caspar. <laughs> but do you know what? No, no, Eve, honest, on a serious note, your story is amazing. I love the fact that you said that you you had a transitional period so you got pregnant at 16 then you got pregnant again at 29 you said and then you were in your house you stripped down the walls which ultimately that was what was happening in your life emotionally it was being stripped away you had some time alone with yourself to understand why you were entering in certain relationships and doing your degree knowing who you are not listening to the naysayers and the aunties and everyone that's around you and then someone came into your home to help you build something, you know, and that is what you have built. And now you have become this unstoppable single mom who's using her story to help impact other people, which is absolutely amazing. You know, like sometimes when you go to church and people are like, I want to give a testimony, like your life is the testimony. So, so I'm how did you feel like raising your kids alone then like from when because I think ultimately the 16 year old you and a 29 year old you would have been two different people you know so how if you could go back and see those two different women how was it being a single mom uh 
I think it was it was hard. It was really hard, but I think I hid a lot um, behind just um, my anger. I was quite angry as a teenager, an adult, um, um, and I think also behind my smile because those who were close to me, you know, I would smile a lot, and you know, I'd be this fun person. But then it's like when I switched, it was there was still that underlying pain. So I think the 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 through it all, it was the growth from what I can see is I am able to now be more resilient. And I think one of the things that I've seen like through looking I was looking at a picture of my 16 year old self and I was like and now and one of the things I realized is I was a very strong 16 year old Ooh. I was a very my mind I might I might have been 16 but my mind um my mind was just grown my you know I was hustling from 16 like still trying to put food on the table and you know at that time especially when we had come here we 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 didn't have like the we were still waiting for I don't know if I should say this <laughs> uh papers oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but I was like I need to hustle I need to make money for the children yeah. <laughs> that that benefit wasn't enough um it wasn't even benefit they were giving I don't know what it was at the time it was so long ago um but I had to find ways and I found ways to really put food on the table or not um not other ways like not things like prostitution I know there's other yeah. people who might be thinking no, <laughs> but no, no, yeah, no. I found I found ways to put food on the table and so you know through just going through life and when I look back I'm I'm just like nobody can nobody can break me because I think I have been through from the age of 16 I have been through the 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 most and I think that's why I always say to women nowadays it's like stop worrying about what what everyone else thinks there's too much you know life is too short if you keep worrying about you know that person is saying this about you about you've got your single mom they don't put food on your table and that's what I had to keep reminding myself I'm like until you can put food on you know my stomach in my stomach and my kid's stomach then you have got the right to talk but anyone else who had something to say for me it was I it was just irrelevant yeah um so I think there has there has been a lot of growth um the the funny thing is it's it's like I don't know if I'm more resilient now or I was more resilient then. <laughs> but you know, it's funny you say that because I I think that we don't know how strong we are until we've actually gone through the fire. And when I speak to a lot of mums that are pregnant and alone or raising kids and alone and they're like, I can't, I can't do this. I'm not strong enough. And I'm like, you're doing it. You or you, there's no one that's going to come and give you a magic um, Popeye spinach for you to get strength the strength is already there you having your child alone was the biggest first step you've made you've picked your child when another person could just walk away but you have decided that no 
this child, I'm going to have you and I'm going to do the best that I can. I'm going to be the best version of myself for you. So you are already strong enough. You know, there's no one's going to give you additional strength. Everything you need, you already have. And um, I was watching something not too long ago about a woman. I think it was a series on Netflix, a woman, she was going jogging with her child in a buggy. So she was jogging with a child in a buggy and there was a bear, a massive bear. She, it was in a forest. A bear came up to her, yeah, with her buggy. She stood in, she stood in front of the buggy and screamed so loudly at the bear that the bear just went away. And I've heard of, I've read cases whereby mothers will have their kids stuck inside the car in a car crash and their mother will find a way to open that door to get their child out. That is how strong we are as women. We are the only creatures that will experience heartbreak and still mm. get up and go to work. We will be <laughs> crying. Honestly, we will be crying inside, but we'll still put a smile on our face. We won't have money, but we'll still go inside the shop and buy a magazine to put a smile on our child's face. You know, we mm. juggle so many balls and I think that we don't give ourselves enough credit and we need to learn how to shut up that inner critic. That inner critic will continuously say you're not doing enough. The reason why your child got a C in, its te in their test is because the dad's not there. Mm. If the dad was there, you, the child would have got an A. The child might have even got a D if you had the four <laughs> parents. You don't know, you know, but you just have to do the best you can with what you have and when we pass on to the other side, we can say, I tried my best. I tried my best. Love that. And I love what you, you know, the thing is people don't realize that, you know, when we talk about strength, out of this whole thing, it's like, it really showed God's hand at work because through everything that I went through, since I was like 16, since I got pregnant, even with my suicide attempt, there's that one moment where, you know, just after my um, husband now proposed, my father came over for my graduation. And then he went back to Kenya and, you know, he went into hospital. And then he unexpectedly um, passed away. So that was in 2018. And during that time, I had to go and be by his bedside. And we were there for like six, six, seven weeks, or it was just me. My husband was here with the kids. And I always think back, I'm like, you know, what, what would I have done? And I think God has a plan for everything because in that moment, it's like, you know, my husband was just like, we hadn't even gotten married at that point because we, mm. the, wedding had to be postponed but he took on the responsibility he was taking the kids to school and now my daughter my daughter calls him daddy oh and yeah so they're very close and we've just blended very well but I, I always think back to that moment it's it's like we think that sometimes we don't have a way out but really we do yeah. there, there's always there's always something that will be provided in the moments of our hardship. Mm -hmm. And it's in that moment where for me, it was, I used to think to myself, I was away for six weeks away from the children, you know, I had to kind of travel and dealing with what I was dealing at the time. But then it's also the aftermath, like the grieving. 
um, coming back and having to grieve and really having someone there because I was so, I was really just, I don't know, I was not connected to, to life anymore. And I really wanted to give up. And it, it really made me think about, he took on that responsibility and still loved me unconditionally and got me through that. And that is why I say that everything that you are going through, you will be rewarded greatly. Like mm. everything that I always think back and I realize that I have been through, it's like now, it's like I'm living in, I feel like, you know, Cinderella type of, yeah. <laughs> Cinderella type of thing. I'm telling you, my husband cooks for me. Mm. He does everything that, you know, we've been told in society men don't do. Yeah. He appreciates me. And you know one thing he does? He's never called me by my name. What does he call you? He says my wife. Oh, yeah. it's so cute. <laughs> so yes. So when you I just want to encourage the single moms that when just when you think your story is over, trust me, something unexpected is going to come. You just have to keep believing. You have to keep um praying about it. You have to keep affirming it you know say like you believe it if you believe 20 end of next year your your one will appear you better keep saying it out loud yeah so let's talk a bit about your faith then how how has your faith helped you become an unstoppable single mom um you know for me it's it's like god has has always been in my life but i'm i, I was almost fighting it yeah I was always fighting. I was always fighting <laughs> back and forth. Me and him, we've been uh, fighting, like, you know, because there's, there's that, there was that will in me to really just, um, just not believe in it or believe in God. Um, but then during those times, you know, of isolation, I really got, um, to really understand myself, I, I got to understand my faith. Um, and also I think my husband really helped that because he's a very um, faithful, faithful man. And I got to understand that, you know, just reading the word and just being, just praying about my life, praying for, praying for what I wanted and having unwavering faith that whatever I want, I will get like now I am heading for uh Forbes 40 under 40 um millionaire list <laughs> so definitely I think my faith has really been something that I I have hang on to and it's almost that when I say things I believe it. there's a reason and a season for everything and yeah. I never stop believing and even if I don't get what I want you know I always know that there's a better plan for me yeah and like you said we're here you know we we need to just for me it's it's a question of what do you if you spend your time thinking about what others are doing what's going to happen at the end when you're in your deathbed and yeah. you've not even lived you've not left a legacy 
because you were too busy thinking about the, the inner dialogue that you mm. have been having about people who have nothing to do with where your destination is. Mm. So, so yeah, so my faith, that's where it's led me. It's that's led me to just be And I, I love what you said about um, not thinking about what others, others will say. And you have to have blind faith when it comes to um, relationships, especially with, with single moms who have been hurt. The idea of believing in love again, you have to have blind faith in the fact that your kids are going to be okay, that they're not going to be damaged by being raised by a single mom. You have to have blind faith with the fact that you can get on a property ladder, you can get a mm. job and enjoy the job, not just do a job because you have to and put food and pay the bills. So I think as a single mother, you have to learn how to have blind faith that, you know what, I'm working hard and God will, God will do the rest god will do yeah. the rest and we need to i honestly love the fact that you you hone in on mental health because the mind is so important if you can fight and combat your mind and pick your thoughts that is the first battle that you have won if you can pick if you can wake up in the morning and tell your day what it's going to be and not just let the day move you around like a leaf like that is where your power is at especially as a single mom yeah and I love that you say that and I think one of the things that I want to I'm gonna say this because it's important that and it's something that I tell my clients um and it's a bit blunt but it's something that I realized during my single motherhood journey and and the truth is is nobody's coming to save you yeah you need to um and I've been I've been I'm saying this because I've done it myself you need to come out of that victim mindset. Yeah. Stop living in the story of I am a single mom. This person left me. The, the, the father of my child is not there. Oh, there's, you know, he's seeing someone else. I can't move on. What will I do? Stop living in that story because it's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for your kids. It will keep you stuck and it will keep you regretting. You know, you get to, you end up getting to, you know, the kids are grown. And you've not lived because you chose to stay in the victim mindset. And most of the times when we have this talk, you have to realize that what you are thinking as well, you are attracting, mm -hmm. not just by saying, but also thinking. So if you're constantly thinking about the problem that you're a single mom, that you can't come out of it, come out of that mindset and ask yourself, okay, I might be struggling right now, but what is the first thing that I need to do so that I can get myself out of this situation. Yeah. So let me write down a plan and then take simple steps every single day because sitting down and complaining about it, that is not going to work. Yeah. And it's, it's something that I wish someone had told me, um, you know, years and years before that, because I think it would have really saved me a lot of heartache. It would have saved a lot of time for me because I would have been far off than I, because I think we, we try and we live in a society where we want to kind of smoothen the surface and just make things look pretty and really not acknowledge the problem that is there. And sometimes we have to take, you know, our own accountability in some, in some ways, you know, in terms of the situation that we're in and 
it's not to sound insensitive, but it's to really acknowledge that it's happened. Yeah. You have amazing kids, you, you have beautiful children, you know, you brought a human being into the world. That is a miracle in itself. So what, how can I now move on to really give, uh, you know, my children or our children a good life yeah. with or without, this is not even about getting someone it's just you being in that place of peace that you need to be in. Yeah. So in regards to your kids, Eve, um, how, how have they, have they ever said anything about being raised by a single mom? Uh, how, how have they, because they're on the latter end, they're older now, aren't they? Because my, my son's oh. 10. So yeah, yeah, I just want to find out their perspective. Have they ever said anything to you? So there's a 20, there's, no, there's a 20, there's an eight, and then there's the, there's a 12 year old but the 12 year old is my husband's daughter so she's my stepdaughter okay um but um so i've got three kids now yeah. uh blessed um well they've always had like just amazing things to say about me okay. um my daughter when she talks about me it's like my 20 year old she talks about how strong i am yeah. um my my um the eight year old one she calls me, uh, um, she, there's something she's written here. She, gives, she wrote for me a message. Um, uh, best life coach in the world is you, mommy. And oh. she, she says, um, she calls me the mental health mother. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so yeah, they, they, they have, for me, it's like, it's like I'm a, I'm, I'm a superhero to them. Brilliant, that is awesome. So what tips could you give to single moms to actually um, help them with their mental health? Because ultimately, I think that we've survived the pandemic. <laughs> you know, we've survived the pandemic and now there's still talks about this new variant. A lot of moms have to like do homeschooling and Christmas is here. So a lot of moms might be getting into debt to try and pay for Christmas. So like there's a lot going on right now with society. What is one piece of advice that you would give to a mum listening that to to help her mental health right now? Um, so I think the first thing is uh, for them to recognize where they are mm -hmm. in terms of, I think the first thing you have to be aware because you can solve something that you don't know. So really do a self-assessment of where you are and um, write something about yourself. Mm -hmm. For me, that's something that helped um to to write about i wrote I, I remember writing uh, when i was experiencing my own mental health challenges and i wrote in a book you know who i want to become what i want to be and i wrote all the lovely things about myself um and looking back at now all those things that i had written is things that i'm using now in my business so think about those aspects of, of those little things of yourself what can you do we're going through like, um, we've gone through this whole crisis and everything. But if you're, if you're, let's say you, you, you're jobless or something, or you're, you're not able to work because you have to take care of your, your kids, think outside the box. We live, you know, in a world now, it's, it's easy to have, you know, an online business. What can you do with what you have in terms of your skills? Sometimes you just need the internet. I mean, I started my business with just the, 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 the Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> the Wi-Fi and my spirit. 
So, and my phone, I had a very broken half screen, broken phone. People didn't know that at the time, but it was broken, but I was still doing my videos. So start with whatever you've got. Just think to yourself, come up with a game plan. How are you going to do this? And, you know, single moms, please. I, I, have, I, I even put my hands up because I have been there before. What I'm going to say to you is, do not be ashamed to say that you are looking for someone and do not be ashamed to go out there and, you know, just start dating. Don't be ashamed to, to put on a nice, sexy dress. Please. You are still a woman. Yeah. I know because I, I, when I was a single mom, I was just letting myself go, you know, always looking like my problems. <laughs> So yeah, so that's maybe that's what delayed the husband. So please, women, <laughs> put something nice on. And I remember I used to take myself on dates. Take yourself for a walk. I go for walks. I still go for walks. Take yourself for a walk. Um, take yourself for lunch. Take yourself for a movie. Fall in love with yourself. Yeah. Find out about yourself. So yes, yeah. that is my tip. Okay. So I was going to ask you as well, what's a myth that you hear about single motherhood that you wish people would, um, that you would like to dispel? Mm. Those ones who like saying that single mothers um, will never find anyone. Mm, I love that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> those, those ones, I think, do you know what? People, the one thing that I've realized is and I think this is not, I'm not saying this to single moms, but to the people who will be listening. It's like, people need to learn to be kind and not judge people about their situation. You don't know what has put someone in that situation. Yeah. And you have to remember that, you know, one day it, you could be saying it to someone, but then one day it could be you. Mm. So you need to be kind about what you say about people. And I think that for me, for me, that one where they say that single moms, nobody's going to want them. That is a lie. It's a lie. And whoever says that to you is projecting their own insecurities. Yeah. yeah. That's brilliant. So then how then coming up to 2022, how can we all become an unstoppable single mother? So the first thing is, just do you yes you need to whatever it takes do you start working on yourself like your life depended on it you yeah. don't know we've seen people just the way i think of it is you've seen um i put i put a post, post was it yesterday or the day before and i was talking about the experience with my dad and i think for me that experience really showed me that death is real yeah. and and life is not a rehearsal. We only have one shot at this life thing. So don't waste it. Um, going to 2022, thinking about, you know, if you if you know what it is that your heart is telling you what you're being called to do, just start. Just start and just keep doing it every single day. And just remember that if you want to start something like maybe maybe a podcast or you want to start a YouTube or you want to start your own business, you have to remember that you know every expert was once an amateur but they started 
So if I look back in my first videos, oh, I'm still I'm still a work in progress. So just start with what you have, with where you are. Don't wait. Don't make excuses about you're not ready. You're already a mother. So I'm sure you've got some talents. So just start. Just start. Just start. Now that is amazing. And yeah, like like you said, start. Anyone that's listening right now, start. And it's just a seed that grows into a tree. And yeah, it's you can just start where you're at. And I I I used to, a couple of years ago, I used to pray. I used to say to God, oh God, please send me someone. I need help with this. I need help with that. And in my spirit, for some reason, I would always hear everything that you need, you already have. And I used to get so angry. Like, what do you mean everything I need, I already have? And a couple of days ago, I was on on Instagram and I saw a pastor, T.D. Jakes, and he said that um, the exact same words I, I used to hear in my spirit, that like everything you need, you already have. He said that God gives people a tree and then they make a table. God gives people a tree and they make a chair. Do you understand? So all, all of my resources, I have it. My network, I have it. I was the one that was delaying myself thinking mm. that I needed to have someone a physical being come and and help me and like you said earlier no one is coming to rescue you you know even with your situation the person came to you <laughs> you know like <laughs> you're not yet like you no one's coming yeah like you have to be in a position and the place mentally physically whereby these are my resources I'm going to mm. make the best of them the same way as single moms and any mom listening, you know that sometimes when you have your broke days and you go inside that fridge and you come out with a meal and you're like, look, this was just by the faith of God. I don't, I don't even know how I made a meal out of this. <laughs> but that is how we have to go ahead and handle life. Open the cupboard of your mind, open the cupboard of your emotions and just, Amen. yeah, and just get up and make a meal out of life because this is there's no rehearsals this is it after this we're gone <laughs> no i love i love that that food oh i've been through so many broke days like <laughs> I'm just, do you not think like what the broke days you're like how did i make this meal <laughs> yeah and, that, and it just reminded me of like you know when you're talking about like just being like the situation when you don't know because even when I was in uni I didn't have like um because I paid part of it myself yeah. to go through my master's so I was I was I, I started a tiny um baby business um I was selling things and that would the money from that would then pay the the, the other bit of my like my master's and I remember getting like phone calls of when I, I owed the university like I was almost like four grand behind and then they they cut off everything just as as, as I was doing my dissertation so I couldn't even hand in my dissertation I wasn't allowed in the in the in the in the building they'd already sent me letters that I shouldn't be coming guess what me I was taking myself to the lecture <laughs> I, was like, I was like they wouldn't know I was like I'll find a way I was still I was they had taking me off the system and everything like wow. and and it, it's only by the grace of god like my program leader at the time you know i told her what was going on and she she was like you know when in class because when i used to come i want to concentrate and i that thing of people talking 
people used to just chatter and it really used to irritate me so I, I used to be like shh and then she she would say to me you're you're talking and you shouldn't even be here so we used to laugh about it oh my god I was supposed to be undercover because <laughs> the university didn't know that I was in the in the premises but I still continued and I still I still persevered and I you know I ended up graduating so yes that is brilliant no do you know what honestly having you on has been so refreshing and um I love your story I love the fact that you are in um the position that you're in now you're smiling guys she's smiling from ear to cheek to cheek (laughs) you know so you're that you're you're on the other side of it and I love the fact that you are going back to reach out to other moms to help them up because oftentimes especially with people that have made it financially or, or, or emotionally, they don't go back and help. They're just there. You know, when people ask you, oh, how did you land this job? Oh, it's just by God's grace, you know, but no. <laughs> how did you get this husband? Or how did you get to where you're at? You are willing to go back and teach other women and help other women. So if no one ever thanks you going forward, or I thank you. So thank you so much for your platform. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Unstoppable Single Moms. Um, that's that's on Instagram. I'm also on um, I'm also on Facebook. Unstoppable Single Moms. Uh, so yes, yeah, I think that's about it. Or www.mentallymove.com. But people don't even really check the website nowadays. <laughs> so sometimes I feel like I should just be saying my um, like my socials only um yeah because people want to see they want to connect with a person yeah. so yeah definitely find me um on unstoppable single moms there's a reason why it's called unstoppable single moms yes no i love it thank you so much for coming on the happy single moms podcast you've been amazing oh thank you so much for having me i've enjoyed myself <laughs> thank you. Okay.